0: Rational Discussion, Common Sense, Open Debate, RCR, Reality Check Radio with Paul Brennan. Well, we all hear about the cost of living and people call it a crisis, cost of living crisis. I went and bought a dozen eggs at the supermarket yesterday and I think they are about $11 and you could pay up to um, 14 for a dozen eggs. They used to be in the 5 to $6 range from memory not too long ago. So there does seem to be some, some pressures, extreme pressures coming down on the cost of living. And that, of course, affects the, the average person on the average wage struggling to pay mortgage, rent, uh, to pay for the kids, keep the family going, to transport themselves, all the normal stuff. So we thought we'd try and get our arms around uh, what things are actually like out there. And uh, I'd like to welcome to the program, Lara Dolan. Is it Dolan or Doolan, Lara? It's Dolan. Dolan from the Mangari Budgeting Services Trust, who is very well positioned to understand what's going on at the moment. So thanks for coming on, Lara. And thanks for the work you do as well.
1: Thank you so much, Paul, for having me on the show. It's absolute privilege.
0: Oh, that's great. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's great to be able to talk to someone at the coal face is probably the way I'd put it. So, so first of all, big picture view, how, how tough is it out there? Is it a crisis? Is there a cost of living crisis from what you can observe?
1: What we can see, Paul, that simple status that we have seen increase in demand for our services by 30%. Compared to the last financial year sorry 30,
0: and, zero, 3-0, percent
1: yes, yes three wow. zero and uh, what is uh, interesting that we also can see uh, people who are not on benefits coming through, and to be honest, it's like sixty three percent increase in those who are not on benefits they are employed or part employed
0: that that sounds like huge numbers to me. Thirty and then sixty-three non-beneficiaries. Is that kind of the first time you've seen that sort of spike?
1: Yes, this is absolutely new cohort, a whole new cohort of people coming through. We haven't seen them before. So, for example, we have seen another week a teacher coming through to get her budget done for bank purposes because of her mortgage came off her uh, right and. Yeah, and we can see just people who come in here because they just cannot survive. They just need help to see how they can manage their day-to-day life and finances better.
0: Of course, the interest rate went up, I think, five basis points in the most recent um, official cash rate um, setting by the Reserve Bank. So how, how heavily are people being hit by rises in mortgage interest rates? Uh, how much... Uh, maybe you can tell us, maybe you can't. How much is it taking out of their their weekly money compared to, uh, I don't know, when the rates were good?
1: I, I think that will be a little bit, uh, I, I think once, I heard that ANZ Bank has put their mo- mortgage uh, interest rate up and I would say other banks will follow. I probably cannot say that at this stage and also it will be, confidential to individual person and it's case by case. By but it could person.
0: be hundreds, right? It could be hundreds.
1: Oh, it definitely could be. And, but most of all, all of those people who don't have mortgages, official cash rate went up to 5.25% in order to control inflation. But for our community who predominantly Mangari based and South Auckland-based, it, it's just going to be, it's going to put them further into hardship they won't be able to help inflation because they can't save. They have no money to save. They also won't be able to reduce spending because by the time they pay for their um, rent and their bills, they often have little for food, and they won't be able to repay their debt if they have any.
0: For food. Crikey. That's so, that's so sad. You, you must encounter people who are... We're pretty desperate, right?
1: Yeah, we do operate food bank and uh, we demand the similar to last year. So, for example, uh, last month in the March, we have issued 412 food parcels and last year was 410 in the same month. So, and we on average showing 328 parcels each month.
0: Okay, so it's obvious which way the trends are going. Uh, do you see anything, you know, from government or any of the, um, the government agencies that is attempting to, to help the situation? I mean, people come to you, right? I mean, are you the last line of, of defence, so let's what, say? The,
1: the, in the, from 1st of April, government has increased... Uh, uh, benefits by 7.2% and also increased pension, which is really good and will be helpful for many families there. But to be honest, we also know, and that's according to Statistics New Zealand, that fruit and vegetable rise by 23% and um, meat and poultry by 9.8%. So while 7.2% is helpful, it's still going to be really tough for those who are already struggling.
0: Yeah, that's nowhere near enough, is it? Seven percent, when you're no. talking about, um, and especially with people who have limited options, of spending their money just on the basics, they get caught, don't they? And
1: absolutely, they yeah, they just get caught, and uh, but they should be coming to us because we can help not just to prepare budget, we also have community support services and we collaborate with other community organisations, we might be able to help them to retrain them, get into employment to make their situation better.
0: So people who come and um, use your service, are they coming there off their own bat or is it usually after, you know, the last straw has happened and, you know, a debt is being called in and they can't pay it? What, what, What in the end do you think motivates them to contact you?
1: most of our people who come in here that is because they're in the difficulties and in a hardship and it would be good if they actually come before they're experiencing hardship or severe death
0: yeah but there's pride isn't there there's pride involved you're basically having to admit to yourself that you're out of options and and it just isn't working that's that, that, that's hard to take for some.
1: It is, it is really hard, and 60% of our clients are Pacifica, and 30, almost 30% are Maori. And for Pacifica people, it will be quite, sh- I wouldn't say shame, but they, they will be too proud, they will be way too proud to admit or seek help.
0: But they do in the end. What are they if they're not seeking help, do, does the the sort of the family move in behind them or they they sort of group together and try and deal with it that way? Uh,
1: we do have we do have clients who come as a family unit, but quite often it's just them um, adults.
0: Yeah, you feel sorry for the kids, eh?
1: Yeah. Huh? We do also we try to support entire family and have a a centric approach and obviously offer uh, pathway families to other services who can help.
0: Okay, so there's mortgage debt. What is some of the other debt that you see? I'm, I'm picking it's uh, motor vehicle debt in, in, in many cases, that sort of thing, is it?
1: That's correct. Personal loans, bank overdrafts, are, we can see quite a bit of debt on that. Credit cards as well. And you would appreciate that credit card interest rate, or if you default, it's very expensive.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's something that needs to be looked at as well. It's you, some could um, call that usury. In the end, at the levels that that um, that are imposed, uh, so are people being lent to um, recklessly? You know, um, where it's obvious that they're going to struggle. To pay a sum back and they want to buy a car or whatever and and they still lend to I mean what is the point of doing that
1: I think it was practiced like that before but now it's clamped down on that it is more of responsible lending but I guess those people who come into us they already have a huge debt and our financial mentors are working really hard to consolidate that if it's possible we it is some organization who can help. For example, Money MoneySweatSport. It's a new player in the market. They uh, can help, and and the interest rate lower. There's still interest rate, but it's so much lower compared to what you will get on your credit card if you don't pay it on
0: time. And how tough are the um, the credit? Uh, how tough is the credit industry being on people in? Uh, this situation where you know people are uh, being really squeezed—are they being sympathetic, or are they being hardball? What do you find?
1: I would say that they have been sympathetic, but I guess to get the sympathy, the person better—it's better for them to work with a budgeter or with financial mentor to to work with a yeah creditor.
0: Yeah. So if um, somebody came to your agency and they could show that they were working through with you their budgeting and trying to find a way to pay um, money back and, um, you know, consolidating debt and hopefully lowering that interest rate, they'll be more sympathetic. They'll, be more, they'll, ha- they'll give you more of an ear, will they?
1: Oh, definitely. And we will be able to help that person to um, potentially even work through other organizations such as Good Shepherd or natanga finance, and they may even consolidate it with interest free loan, but you have to uh, you have to be serious about repaying your uh, debt
0: otherwise what it's bankruptcy
1: <laughs> yeah, that's an option, not advisable, but it's an option and what other thing that we can see that people are um, withdrawing their Kiwi sta, which right. is Not a good idea because they will be 65 one day and they will need money then.
0: Yeah, but it's an obvious option, isn't it?
1: Yes, definitely. If you're in a a hardship, it is an obvious option. It would be good. No, no, no. You you
0: finish. You finish.
1: Uh, I want to say it would be good if people once again come to see financial help before they get themselves in a debt.
0: Yeah, best to go in early, right? You know, it's always right. the way. How, how tough do you think it's going to get?
1: I would say that we, can, we will see more people coming through because with the official cash rate being up, potentially prices will go up. I will see more people coming through.
0: So yeah. you don't expect it to go down anytime soon, is really probably. I don't it.
1: think so. Not not unless government will do something to reduce cost for people, cost of labor.
0: Yeah. Well, how do you do that? Take the wow. GST off food. I mean, people have had that idea before, and it's never gone anywhere. Um,
1: well, Australia a- has a bit of GST rebates system.
0: Sorry, say again.
1: Like Australia has.
0: Oh yeah. I know you can do it. (laughs) It's possible to do, um, but it doesn't seem uh, to happen. Here's a question. In terms of of families in hardship, what would be the proportion between uh, single-parent families and, um, you know, both-parent families? Who's in more hardship? Just curious to know.
1: Obviously, single-parent family will have single income, Yeah, and this cost of living, they will be, they will be struggling.
0: So it's tougher for, let's let's say, single mums. Obviously, a lot tougher. Or single dads. Oh, and single dads. Yeah. So single is you you do it harder, basically.
1: And also, like elderly, like pensioners, are doing it tough. I don't actually know how they survive. It's.
0: Oh really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. We do have pensioners coming. Not a huge percentage. But we do have yeah over sixty five
0: well you must um your heart must sink sometimes staying positive you know in the face of all that how you how do you do that
1: i I am proud that we are able to help and make a difference
0: okay and- well that's yeah that's a great answer, okay, so for people who are struggling um, and they think, okay, maybe I should go in, and talk to um, your budgeting and family support service, what do they do? They just sort of like make an appointment, come in, and and, and what sort of process do you go th- uh, through with them?
1: So Mangare Budgeting Services Trust, we provide not just budgeting, we have counsellors on site. We provide education, like financial education, because... And for adults, not for young people it would be good if we could do it in the schools as well. And we provide
0: that's a very good point by the way, because there's never been really any financial education yet it's one of the you know the, 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 the most sort of uh, serious parts of life.
1: Absolutely. I think if there were financial education classes in, in a college, we would see younger adults. Who are managing their money better?
0: Yeah, they wouldn't get into perhaps so much trouble so early on.
1: That's right. And for many families, they multi-generational families, so family and as a unit won't be struggling as much if younger members are contributing instead of spending money on Uber Eats, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Uber Eats. Um, though parents could could do that too you know um it could that sort of education can be done within the family as well but maybe you know a lot of the parents aren't very well educated that's very
1: true and that's very true and it is lots of financial capability programs are available in community and i do encourage parents and family to enroll and yeah get the benefits from it learn something
0: Hmm. Yeah, learn something. So you must see quite a bit of relief come over the people when they realize that, you know, you can help them and you can sort of kind of chart a course through and the, the um, let's say, the, the, the people that they're in debt to, whatever that is, finance company or whatever the bank, um, you know, sort of accepts, okay, we've got a process in place, we're sort of more relaxed about it. The relief must be huge for them.
1: Oh, absolutely. And Clients normally start crying and they normally say, since I walk in that door, I can only see help and support.
0: Chris, there must be a lot of stress then out there in the community, a huge amount of stress.
1: Oh, that's very well known that financial pressure do cause extra anxiety and and stress and trauma. And once again, we have counsel on site that can help community with all of that as well.
0: Can ruin relationships as well, can't it? We can tear relationships to pieces.
1: I would say so. We're obviously not asking those questions unless people volunteer because our services are very confidential as well. So it's between person and financial mentor or a person and a counsellor or yeah. community support.
0: Fair enough, as it should be. All right, so it's easy to get in touch. Uh, don't, uh, what, you'd say don't feel nervous or too prideful about coming to get help. Uh, Because it could be a life changer, really, couldn't it?
1: Definitely seek help before you get into trouble. And it's free service, confidential, friendly. We have people who speak even specific languages like Samoan and Tongan. So please do come in if you need help.
0: How many people would uh, contact you on a daily basis? Just curious to know.
1: On a daily basis, it depends. On rainy day, it's not as many. <laughs>
0: oh, <right>. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, because sometimes people don't have car and travel and become harder when it's rainy But we seen to date from July two thousand customers over two thousand.
0: Oh really, over a thousand. And how many people working in your organization to cater for that demand?
1: So we have 12 employees and we have four volunteers who help in the op shop and food bank.
0: Well, you're doing a wonderful job. And thank you for giving us a bit of time to inform us about what's happening out there on the street, really, isn't it? It's what's happening on the street. Um, A lot of us are kind of disconnected from that. That street level, so it's good to know, and it's unfortunate that there doesn't seem to be. Uh, uh, this thing, this will get tougher before it gets any easier. It seems because um, you know the whole point of putting up the cash rate and um, fighting inflation it results in in more unemployment, which creates more hardship. So I, I think you're going to get busier, myself.
1: I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. Official cash rate probably will result in a higher interest rate, higher cost of living, which is gonna put community we are supporting further into hardship.
0: Yeah. And to lower the um the cost of labor, you know, unemployment has to go up. It's the traditional sort of lever that they throw. So good luck if you're trying to pay back debts and you haven't got a job, right? So um, that'll okay.
1: be tough as well. We have seen 49 people so far this year who have lost jobs for one or another
0: reason. Here's a a question. Um, During that whole period of mandates, did you see more people come to you? Uh,
1: During uh, like the COVID?
0: Yeah, where people lost their jobs because they wouldn't do the thing. Um, Was there any obvious spike in, in people coming to you as a result of that?
1: there was a huge spike in the demand for food parcels
0: okay yeah. because
1: people in a lockdown and their income has been reduced so uh, yeah it was a huge spike in the demand for food huge
0: you wonder if it <laughs> that, that was for anything given all the fallout from it. Okay, Lara, Lara Dolan from the Mungaree Budgeting Services Trust. Thanks for coming on Reality Check Radio and giving us a reality check. That's That's a real reality check. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio.